I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. This is Mashley at the Movies. And the 2021 Oscar nominations were announced this morning. So we thought we'd fire up the microphone and discuss them. Not all of them, but some of them. Some of the bigger bigger categories. Uh, we're going to start with Best Picture. So there were eight nominations. Now, the thing to know is there can be ten, uh, according to Oscar rules. but um, And I'm not honestly sure if there's some kind of formula that determines whether they do a full ten or whether you know they do less than that. And this year, they've done less than that. So there's eight. Uh, and they are uh, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, we've actually only seen four of those. Right. Uh, those being uh, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, and Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on on those eight? Um, I'm happy to see Minari and and Nomadland nominated. Um, I think of of these, Nomadland is probably my favorite. And that's the one I'll be rooting for. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see the other ones. It's I feel like we see a lot of movies, but every year when the when the nominations come out, I realize there's so many we haven't seen. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can see um, all of these before before the Oscars. Um, the Father is one that seems to have come out of nowhere for me. I, I hadn't heard about it until last week, and now all of a sudden <laughs> it has like nominations in all the major categories, and I'm surprised. Yeah, I'd heard about that one for a little while, but it's sort of like this this unicorn, something you you hear about but you don't <laughs> think it's real because it just was sort of out there in the ether. And but you know, it, it's been it's been getting released now. I think it's theatrically out now in certain right. places. And yeah, um, yeah, because we haven't seen half of the nominees, I don't really want to say anything about sure. the four we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, of the four, of the four we have seen, um, three of them I'm fine with. The fourth one I expected to be here, Trial of Chicago Seven, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It's it's an Oscar bait movie, and I actually misspoke. I'm fine with two of these uh, that we've seen. <laughs> um, the Mank. Anyone who listens to our, our podcast knows I'm not a fan of Mank. Yeah, but it is um, it is Oscar catnip because it's a movie about Hollywood. Yeah. And the Oscars, the Academy seems to love movies that are either are about Hollywood or are about the craft mm-hmm. of acting or, or whatever. I mean, um, I think that's why Birdman won, honestly, mm-hmm. because, you know, it was set in, I think, in New York City or on the East Coast, mm-hmm. but it was about acting. Yeah. And I don't know, that seems to, you know, that seems to woo them uh, in the Academy. Yeah. That's my very basic <laughs> Uh, thought on that who knows if that's really correct well you know i mean they are industry people so you can i'm sure they have kind of a bias towards that that's true that content yeah um as far as what's missing from there you know we can talk maybe toward the end about i have a list of snubs here (laughs) uh on my list of snubs the only one that i'm actually a little surprised at even though i also kind of thought it might be coming was uh defy bloods Mm -hmm. now that was my personal pick for favorite movie of the year for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got no love for the Oscars this yeah. year. I think that's a shame. Um, all right, moving on to Best Director. We have Thomas Vincherberg for Another Round, David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, 
and emerald fennel for promising young woman. So, I mean, it's pretty remarkable that we have, what, two women uh, nominated for director? It is nice. And there's a... There's been headlines about that. Mm-hmm. I do think it's also a little sad when the Oscars, I think this is the 93rd Oscars. Yeah. And in 93 years, this is the first time two women have been nominated for Best Director. Yeah. I mean that. But, you know, that is that is history. Yeah. And I just learned that Emerald Fennell is an actress on Call the Midwife or was an actress on Call the Midwife, mm-hmm. which I'm very pleased to learn. I, I always admired her on that show, and I didn't know that she, was direct, that she directed Promising Young Woman, so... Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, from what I can tell, this is probably Chloe Zhao's to lose. Um, you know, uh, both both here and also maybe for Nomadland, uh, the, mm-hmm. the movie. I mean, it's 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 been doing well. Those mm-hmm. that movie and, and her. So um, the only thing I would note here is I would uh, take out David Fincher and <laughs> plug in Spike Lee. Oh yeah, for Defy Bloods for sure. Uh, so for best actor, we've got uh, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, uh, Chadwick Boseman for My Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yun. <laughs> I love me some Stephen Yun. Uh, he, he's nominated for a Minari, so I'm really happy about that. Yeah, me too. I mean, obviously, we haven't seen all these performances, but um, it, Chadwick Boseman was kind of a given. Um, He'll probably win. It's... You know, they love giving posthumous awards. And he was really good in the, in that role. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll probably silently be rooting for Stephen Young because I thought he was, it was a much more subtle role in a yes. performance, um, but um, very memorable. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when we, we've talked before, and I forget which episodes, but, you know, we, we've mentioned that, or I, I mentioned that, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I tend to prefer sometimes the quieter roles. Sometimes because they get overlooked. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that hasn't been the case for some of these uh, nominees. But, you know, Chadwick Boseman, I'm going to, first of all, give much respect to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not going to have any other opportunity to be nominated. So I totally understand, mm-hmm. you know, if he wins this time. And it'll probably be more like for the body of work. Uh, but I thought he did a good job in, in Ma Rainey's. However, mm-hmm. it's a very showy role. And a lot of those showy roles, like, you know, like Daniel Day-Lewis often does showy roles and he gets nominated and sometimes wins, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Nicholson does showy roles and <laughs> uh, he used to when he was acting. Um, showy roles always get attention. And I understand. I get it. But you're right. You know, like, for example, Stephen Young. I mean, that's a much more quieter, introspective type of performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm glad to see, like, some of those getting nominated, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So Chadwick, it's it's pretty much Chadwick's to lose, and I and I totally get that. Um, I would uh, take out Gary Oldman from Mank. <laughs> I will say though, I mean, even though I didn't like Mank as a whole, I did think Gary Oldman did a good job. But mm-hmm. I would take him out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already even he's already won an Oscar right. for one thing. Uh, and I would insert Delroy Lindo for Defy Bloods. Okay. You, can, you can sense my theme here. <laughs> yes, I feel um, like Yeah, Delroy Lindo should have, he should have totally been nominated. Um, now that, I'm already going back on my, on my, on my, uh, my pronouncement here. I mean, that's a showy role, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was really good. He, he did a great job at it. Yeah. So, 
And Best Actress, we have Viola Davis from Our Rainey's Black Bottom, Andra Day for the United States vs. Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if it's a very big limb, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm gonna say Carrie Mulligan's going to win. Really? Yep. Huh. I, I I mean, I would probably put my money on uh, Andrew Day. I think she won a Golden Globe, and there just seems to be a lot of talk about her lately. There does. Now, and again, we haven't seen that movie. Yeah. The United States for Spilly Holiday. Mm-hmm. From what I'm hearing, it's funny, two of these nominees I've heard the same thing about is for her and for Andrew Day and for um, Vanessa Kirby and Pieces of a Woman. I've heard they both are great in their performances. Mm-hmm. The movie's not so great. Okay. Um, I don't know whether that will hinder their chances here. And, you know, the Oscars aren't the Golden Globes. But I think, you know, Vanessa, or I'm sorry, Andre Day, that could be, that could be um, a possibility. I'm discounting Frances McDormand, even though this is maybe going to be the year of Nomadland, because she's already, she, and she won twice. She's won twice. And this was not a showy role. It's very kind yeah. of subtle, quiet role. I don't know that it. Yeah, I, for some reason I'm counting her out too, uh-huh. and maybe it is the you know the two previous wins. But is anyone who which actresses have won three Oscars? Is Meryl Streep won three Oscars? I think so. And Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn won? won four. Four. So okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean she could obviously she could still win, but I'm putting my money on um, Carrie Mulligan. I, I'll say about. Viola Davis, and it seems odd because she is the titular character, <laughs> but I felt like she really, her character was more of a supporting role. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised to see her nominated for Best Actress. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so, yeah, um, Best Supporting Actor. We have Sasha Baron, Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, so Keith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, and Paul Rotzi, is that how you pronounce it, uh, mm-hmm. for Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a lot to note here, except it's interesting you've got two nominees for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, and sadly, we've only seen one of these performances, Sasha Baron Cohen in mm-hmm. Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought he was okay. Kind of like that's kind of my opinion of the movie. It was okay, mm-hmm. um, and he was good. Um, I wouldn't have pegged it as an Oscar-nominated mm-hmm. performance myself, but yeah, it's interesting. I know you said at the top that sometimes when Oscar nominations comes out, you, you realize <laughs> you haven't seen as many movies as you thought you had. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that's true. I think this year feels a little bit more like that. Um, I can, I don't, if I had to think about it, I think I can attribute it to um, the fact that it's been a pandemic the last year. And honestly, um, you know, so pre-pandemic, I was really open to going to see, you know, we went to the movies at least once a week, mm-hmm. if not more. Sometimes we went to see a movie that, you know, we even heard like iffy reviews on. I mean, I was just like, hey, let's go. It's something to do. It's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the pandemic has obviously changed a lot. And also, there's just been this constant, and I'm just speaking, I'll just say for myself, a low hum of stress mm-hmm. throughout the last year. And sometimes I've noticed I've just not been as up to watching 
as many new things or things that I'm unfamiliar with, particularly if I hear they're like, you know, they're heavy. Yeah. And a lot of Oscar nominees tend to be heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's no, no shade on them, right? But it's like sometimes I've, I've found myself reverting to a lot of comfort. Right. To entertainment, right. things that you know um, we've, we're familiar with, TV shows or movies that are more lighthearted or that we're just mm-hmm. you know we find comforting. Um, I've watched a lot more of that. Yeah. Not that we and we've 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 watched and reviewed new things, but just not quite to the volume as normal. No, yeah, I completely understand. And even with new with new movies, I think I, we've been drawn a little more to the lighter yeah. fare. <laughs> yeah, something to get our minds off the the world. Um, so Best Supporting Actress is got uh, Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy, um, Olivia Coleman in The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, um, and uh, Yu Zhang Yoon for Minari. Um, I have no... Well, first of all, so we've seen two of these uh, performances. Amanda Seyfried in Mank. Um, this is going to be nothing against Amanda Seyfried. I've seen her in other things. I think she's a good actress. Um, I, again, I'm not a fan of Mank, and I wasn't all that impressed with her in this movie or her character, I should say. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, well, I thought it was sort of a not a lot of there there, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people really are into that movie and her performance. So, yeah, I've heard a lot of people cite her performance in particular, and I don't know why, but it just didn't stand out for yeah, me. Same here. Um, I'm going for Yu uh, Zhang Yun. So, you know, who was marvelous? Yes, in that movie, in, yes. in Minari. Um, so yeah. that's 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 what I'm pulling for. Yeah. Um, best animated feature: Onward, Over the Moon, Sean the Sheep movie, Armageddon or Farmageddon. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Soul and Wolfwalkers. We uh, <laughs> so we've seen one, <laughs> one and a half, one and a half. <laughs> so we've seen Soul. We reviewed Soul here, uh, and then uh, Onward. We actually watched on March 14th last year. Remember, it was a Saturday. Stuff was getting real with the pandemic. And we went to the theater. It's technically the last thing we saw at the theater, but we didn't really see it. Mm -hmm. So you saw more of it than I did. First of all, you know, like I said, stuff was getting real. Mm -hmm. And we went in, and it was like a Saturday afternoon. I don't think we thought anybody would be there. It was packed. It was packed. Like sardines, packed. Yeah. <laughs> so we sat in there, all snug and up to everybody else, and I was immediately uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my phone started ringing because um, there was um, with with something else that I do in my, <laughs> my other life. Uh, there was stuff going happening that I needed to take a phone call for. So we, I left the audit, I left the auditorium. I was in the lobby, and stuff wasn't going well. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I said, Hey, can we go? Can we, can we leave? So you saw maybe 20 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw like, I think the previews. Yes. Um, all that's to be said. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, have heard Soul's a favorite. So I'd be fine with that. Well, winning. Soul is a beautiful movie. Yeah. I've heard wonderful things about Wolf Walkers and I really want to see Wolf Walkers, but we haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip you know, several things here. Um, so I want to, okay, there's a couple of things I want to hone in on here. So best documentary feature is Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Um, uh, there's a couple slights here that I wanted to mention. <clears throat> mm. 
So one, is, and both of those are ones we reviewed this past year. One is mm-hmm. A Secret Love, oh, yeah. but the elderly couple, lesbian couple, and uh, their lives together. And some just, you know, that was a lovely little little documentary. Yeah. Um, it should have been nominated, in my yeah. opinion. It was worthy of nomination. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mucho Mucho Amor, which I'm pretty sure was 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, about the... Yeah, it was in my top 10 list. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, total, total snub in my yeah. opinion definitely should have been uh definitely should have been nominated <laughs> um i think that's all we're probably going to talk about you know we don't so it gets into the more technical categories and right. i'm not going to have us pretend like we know what we're talking about there so uh, i i'll just go through a list of some some snubs in okay. my opinion okay um i've mentioned the five bloods <laughs> uh you know with uh you know delroy lindo and mm-hmm. spike lee particularly um Driveways, which okay. I think is technically a 2020 film, mm-hmm. and it's just a lovely movie. Brian Dennehy, you, know, hey, you want to talk about a posthumous nomination? Oh yeah, that would have been yeah wonderful. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh yeah, which um, I feel like should have. I, I, I was ex- not expecting it to, just based on the kind of the, the vibe I was getting. Yeah. And it is a weird movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what I gotta say to that. <laughs> uh, a movie won Best Picture a few years ago. There was about, about a woman having a love affair with a, a man fish. <laughs> and other elements of that movie were, were strange yes. as well. So, I mean, that got some Oscar love. Uh-huh. Give some love to I'm Thinking of Anything. That's all I'm saying. Um, I thought I'm Your Woman was good. Um, had some standout uh, performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Uh, I you know I get it not, not everything can get nominated but uh, that I think was I totally could have seen that getting some nominations. Um, you know who um, didn't get nominated, and I think I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised at, at this one, and um, and that is Elizabeth Moss. Hmm. She didn't get nominated for Shirley, and she get, didn't get nominated for The Invisible Man. I thought she deserved not something for one of those. Oh. Yeah, you're right. I particularly remember an Invisible Man mm-hmm. powerhouse performance, mm-hmm. and I get it. The Invisible Man isn't the, isn't typically right. you know, Oscar material, quote unquote. I mean, I think it should be, but it's, that I mean, kind of movie isn't. But surely, yeah, yeah, you know. But Invisible Man, even it wasn't poorly reviewed. It was it was yeah. well reviewed. I don't know. That's a, that is definitely a snub. <laughs> yeah, um, one of our personal favorites. I'm not surprised it wasn't nominated for anything, but uh, Let Him Go. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could have had some, you know, Diane Lane or Kevin Costner could have got some, mm-hmm, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Photograph. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I know Lakeith did get a nomination. That's good. But, you know, he he's great, great role in this. And Issa Rae also, I mean, this, uh, one of my personal favorites from last year. Uh, so I, I, I wouldn't have minded if that had gotten some love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylvie's Love also. Again, I'm not shocked it wasn't nominated for, you know, that's another good movie I think I could have certainly seen, Mm -hmm. um, uh, getting some love. And uh, here's a movie that I am a little surprised didn't get anything nominated, even though it was one I detested, (laughs) and that's The Devil All the Time. Because I thought that that generally was well-received, and people talked about, you know, the performances and this and that, and that, yeah. Well, it's definitely a movie I think that was wanting to be 
Oscar nominated. Oh yeah. Like it was working overtime to get nominations. Mm-hmm. And in the best international film category, you know, one of my top 10 movies was uh, your name engraved hair in. And again, I'm not shocked necessarily. It wasn't nominated, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, the thing is, and you know, Oscars are all about, you know, they're an insider's game and it's all about the movies and the actors and everything else. That the studios push, you know, who, who they try and market to get nominations and then wins. And mm-hmm. so it's, it is sometimes based on merit, but it's also, you know, it's an exclusive club and there's only a certain amount of slots open. And, um, I, it's just a shame that, you know, I feel like certain movies gain traction or certain movies are pushed and then everything else can just kind of forget it. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I will say overall, um, these aren't bad nominations, um, this year. The only the, the glaring omission I think is, is Spike Lee and, and Defy Bloods and Don't Roy Lindo. Yeah. That is, you know, out of everything that I've mentioned and everything, uh, that to me is a little a little almost unforgivable. <laughs> yeah. But no, I feel like there's some great diversity to the nominations and uh, some good of uh, the films we've seen. I think a lot of good solid good films. Mank being the exception. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, you know. It's been such a strange year and there's been speculation, you know, would we even have an an Oscar ceremony? Would we even have the awards this year? So I'm happy that we do. Um, Yeah, I'm in favor of very much behind some of the nominations and excited to see the ones that we haven't seen. Yeah, same year. Um, So the Oscars will be held on the evening of Sunday, April 25th. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see who all wins. I'm rooting for Stephen Yu. I'm rooting for me, Nari. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks.